0: If you're worried about not having enough money in the bank, enough cash on hand, or just not knowing really where you stand in terms of making a leap to full-time entrepreneurship and at least being prepared to do it, then today's episode is the episode for you to listen to because we are going to dig into how much cushion should you have before you make that full-time leap and what are some of the things that you should be thinking about. So we will get into it after the theme song. So the big question is this, how do we ambitious professionals avoid the slow-moving career, take control of our time, and get paid for two things, doing what excites us, and making an impact bigger than anyone ever thought was possible? That is the question, and this podcast has the answers. My name is Candace Spears, and welcome to Ambition, Honey, and Hustle. There have been many times when I thought I had the exact budget. Like I have got all the expenses under control and tallied, and the numbers look fabulous. Um, when it comes to knowing what it takes or how much you will take if you're going to jump into full time entrepreneurship, you know, how much you will have from a runway perspective. Do you have six months? Do you have 12 months? Do you have somewhere in between? Do you have somewhat less? And I just know when i thought i had those perfect numbers something would happen um from a a life situation perspective that just made me think oh i didn't think about that um i didn't think about life insurance when it's no longer through the employer or you know small things so i thought it would be really helpful to just take a look at and help help you all diagnose the ability to answer that question of how much cushion might you need or what are some of the things that you should be thinking about if you are ready to make that leap into full-time entrepreneurship but you want to make sure you have your ducks in a row um, from an expenses standpoint. So the first thing I would say is I look at all of the expenses really in three different categories and I call them not even expenses I call them cushion factors so here are my three cushion factors the first one is existing everyday expenses the second one is existing core living expenses Um, the third one is what I call new fundamental expenses and I think that's an important one and for me that's where a lot of the oh I didn't think about that happened so let's take a look at all three of these The first one, the existing everyday expenses. This one in particular, I think you can look at after you've listed out the different things um, that are in this category, and we'll go over that in a second. But here's a category where you can probably play around and start to alter things. So your life as a full-time entrepreneur versus just a part-time entrepreneur, you may wanna play with these expenses for a little bit of time. So the everyday expenses category includes things like Groceries, gas, um, perhaps car payments if you have them, any other travel or miscellaneous. You know, if you find yourself eating out. Um, I would look very closely at what you do today, right? Because you always have to consider, well, do I want to maintain this lifestyle? Or, you know, is my vision and purpose pushing so hard that I'm willing to sacrifice that for a little bit? All those factors come into play. The other one to think about too is just small things that come up like um, field trip expenses. This one comes up all the time. In fact, I wish at the beginning of the school year, they would just say, here's everything that you will have to pay for for the year and we just write a check and move on, but it never works that way. So these are just the little everyday expenses that may pop up. So that's that category. The next category, the existing core living expenses. So here is where I would put your mortgage payment or your rent, thinking about your utilities, um, and thinking about any non-health or life insurances. So your homeowner's insurance or your renter's insurance or your car insurance, things like that. I very explicitly take out the health insurance and the life insurance for a particular reason, but we'll talk about that one in the next section. So any of your core things that are not going away, and technically you could lump your car payments into this one, the reason I kept the car payments in the first everyday expenses category is because when I said to you, you're gonna think about how you might wanna alter these things. Maybe having a car or having a car payment is one of those things that you don't want to deal with when you go into full-time entrepreneurship. And when I say that, I mean, maybe you get that car paid off, or maybe you decide you live in such an area where it would make sense for you to just use mass mass transportation or Uber and Lyft everywhere if you don't have to commute or if you're working at home. So those are just different things to think about there. So that next category, the new fundamental expenses category. So in that one, I put things like health insurance, life insurance, saving and investing, and then your own business related investment. And I'm gonna kind of lump that under the savings and investing. So looking at the health insurances and the life insurances, the reason I consider these new and fundamental, it should be clear why it's fundamental. You absolutely need to have health insurance and the life insurance piece also. I, I consider those non-negotiable. When you think about working your nine to five today, Health insurance is generally, it's just kind of built in. At a certain point in time, right, it just happens. You don't, you can see it on a check stub that it has come out, um, but you don't really notice it anymore, especially if you've been at a place for a significant period of time. The other thing is you may be at an employer that's paying for your health insurance. So you have to consider that as well. Now, when you come outside of, and we're going to do a special episode around health insurance options as a full-time entrepreneur, because I know that that is a very scary place. It was a scary place for me, um, but I've discovered some very cool things that, that I want to share that makes it a little less scary. But health insurance is one of those that's going to be different in some way, and you will need to take some action as a full-time entrepreneur that's different from a part-time entrepreneur cost side as well so that's that on health insurance now life insurance this is another one that odds are you've got some life insurance today through your employer that you really probably don't even pay for, at least at the base amount that you probably don't pay for. It just comes as part of your benefit package. Now, you may pay for some additional accidental death and dismemberment, but here's one where when you leave the company, things will be different. And if you currently just rely on life insurance from your employer, you're going to need to bring in a policy that is separate from your employer and this is one of those things that you can also start now right the life insurance one you can start now and having a separate policy and getting all that situated and 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 straight so that next category savings and investing so for this one Things may be a little bit different jumping into full-time entrepreneurship because you may be choosing to have a lot of your investing dollars go towards your business venture Um, or you may be doing, your savings may look a bit different. Um, You probably are saving a little bit less and doing more investing on the business side, Uh, but you may have different situations that you need to account for altogether. So, I would consider those savings and investing points in your your new fundamentals of how you will treat that. Now, under the investing arm, I would call out a particular note. So first off, you can be doing investing in a lot of different things, so whether it's you know paper assets, it's stocks, it's bonds, you know that type of thing, or um, you are investing in physical assets, like real estate, that type of thing, or maybe it's just investment in your business to have working capital. When you think about that investment in your business overall, in this category, you may want to be very explicit to say, all right, here is the funding that I'm giving to my business and I'm setting aside this amount of investment every month. And this is another one that you can start now. And I've heard of a lot of other people doing this one. This is not one that I've personally adopted, but I think that it is is—it is both an interesting and a good concept to practice, especially from a discipline standpoint right now, even if it's small amounts, but saying, okay, here is the investment that I'm making for working capital into my business every month and start getting that into its own account in its own place. And then you'll have that that muscle built up as you jump into full-time entrepreneurship and you may even increase that so overall here are the three factors that i think you should really consider and write down so take a look at all these different expense categories and write down what the amounts are and what the adjustments might be for you once you move down the full-time path so again those three cushion factors are everyday expenses The existing everyday expenses, your existing core living expenses, your new fundamental expenses. So take a look at those three categories and make some notes. Now, when it comes to, well, how much, depending on the numbers could be anything for you and it could be different from person to person. But when you look at sort of the, look at a macro level, the question becomes, so how much? should I be putting away? Is it three months cushion? Is it six months? Is it 12 months? What really should it be? What should I be pushing for? And I will tell you from from my perspective, I favor having at least six, at least six months of your expenses put away and covered in some way, some way that you can get to that capital. And when I say put away, it does not necessarily need to be all cash and depending on what your risk level feels like. So you may have some um, personal stocks or personal investment accounts, not necessarily even retirement accounts. And I've I've heard of people saying, hey, I'll, I'll also rely on my retirement account. And that is an option as well. But have at least six months that you know you can tap into from a liquidity perspective to get at cash if you needed it. Now, I have a personal favorite, but I like to, I sometimes like to go overboard and be extra prepared of being closer to the 12 months side. But I will tell you this, it is closer to get to, it's easier to get to 12 months, um, even six months or anything in between. It's easier when you have little to no debt, so, if it's one thing that I will say to you, if you're not doing it already on this path of full time, take a look at your debt, look at it hard, and bust your butt. Pardon my French, but bust your butt to get rid of as much of that debt as possible. That will make it a lot easier for you to get into a cushier place and even more confident from a financial standpoint. So With all this information, I want you to take it, take action, and let me know how it's going for you. As always, drop me a DM on Instagram or send me an email, at candace.candicespears.com. I would love to hear how this planning may be going for you or even some of the challenges that you're running into as you're trying to make that preparation. So have a great day, have a great evening, whenever you're listening, and I will talk to you again very, very soon. Listen, the hustle can be tiring. All this ambition, all this moving, fast-paced, getting it done. So what do you do? You surround yourself with the energy and the motivation to keep going. And you know where you find that energy and motivation? Right here on this podcast. So if you haven't already, Listen, follow, share, subscribe. I'm on here every day bringing you that energy and with my special guest, bringing you the motivation that you need to keep pushing further and further into your bigger impact. If we haven't got connected already, let's get connected on Instagram. You can follow me at Candace Spears. I look forward to catching up with you very soon.